Green Visions, Green Ideas. I welcome Nicolas Fatras from a PhD student at SDU and member of the PhD Association Network Denmark. Nicolas coordinates events and sustainability and recently a webinar going green in the lab. This is what we will talk about today. The podcast is supported by allgoodspeakers.com. Hello and welcome Nicolas. You are a PhD student at SDU in Odense and at the Center of Energy Informatics. Uh, it's I'm very proud that you are here today and can introduce us to this uh, podcast. On the microphone today is also Katarina, that's me. And uh, I want to ask you, Nicolas, what is energy informatics about and, and what does it have to do with sustainability? Um, yes, well, hello, first of all, hello, Katarina, and uh, thank you for uh, inviting Panta to this podcast. Uh, well, very briefly, energy informatics is about uh, giving a better understanding of uh, energy production and consumption through uh, data analysis and uh, simulations. And the overall goal is to improve uh, the integration of renewable energies in our energy system to achieve uh, decarbonization. Good. But uh, besides your research, and, and that's actually not our topic today, but besides your research, you are an active member of the PhD. Association Network in Denmark and what brought you in contact with them or tell us a little bit more about your ambitions. Yeah. Um, was it free pizza? Uh, I can't remember. No. Um, more seriously, I think initially I joined uh, my local association at SDU because I was new in Denmark. It was mainly for a social reason. But then also uh, this uh, concept, this uh, interest in uh, more community engagement because I've always been interested in the sustainability calls. And uh, we always hear about uh, ACT NOW, etc. But uh, as an individual, I was wondering, what can I do to ACT NOW? And I thought maybe organize, um, joining such an organization could be a good way to get my ideas across and then act on these ideas. And then quickly, um, from this local association, I came to PANT, this PhD Association Network of Denmark, which is the, this uh, umbrella organization. Uh, which uh, really aims to bring these different local associations together. And um, you can really uh, qualify PANT as this kind of cross, uh, being at the crossroads between kind of top-down initiatives and bottom-up. So by that, I mean, um, PANT really brings up issues from local universities all the way up to the government. For example, we've seen during the corona crisis, um, it's been a good uh, mediator between the individual students and the government. Uh, and also then helps to uh, helps local association in, in associations interpret what has been decided on a more national level. So it's really at this crossroads, and it's been shown at the uh, for the Corona crisis. But we've also started a sustainability group, which um, where we aim to be at this crossroads as well. It, it's getting more and more uh, clear that sustainability is this uh, multidisciplinary field, uh, and so it. it implies more collaboration between universities. And for example, a technical university such as DTU uh, would, could be interested in collaborating with a more business-oriented university such as CBS. Um, and so this is where we uh, want to emphasize the importance of uh, collaboration between universities uh, in sustainability. So this is uh, one aspect 
of our um, sustainability group, which is a research in sustainability. And the sec second aspect, um, which brings us a bit, bit more back to um, the, the topic of this uh, podcast on, on the Green Lab, is uh, em emphasizing sustainability in research. And so that, that, on that uh, second point, we want to make researchers practice what they preach um, and um, make researchers also realize that there's um, a lot of uh, potential within universities to implement new changes and uh, test new solutions. Yeah, but that, that must mean that you put a lot of effort in these meetings or whatever. How often do you meet the others? Yeah, so um, on a panel level, we have these uh, monthly meetings, but then we have these uh, working groups. So sustainability uh, is one of the working groups where we meet a bit more regularly, maybe um, every two weeks, et cetera, to get an update. Um, and then, so we try to, because we organize different activities, for example, we organize webinars, we write opinion pieces, we, um, we're setting up cross-university surveys, uh, and we want to get involved in, in career events, et cetera. So um, these are all kind of have to be, of course, um, monitored and coordinated so yeah as you mentioned regular meetings are, are needed so uh, that means quite some effort in the end but on the other side you will also have a lot of contacts uh, around denmark to other phds and grow a very good network by this yeah for sure and uh, we're still very i mean this particular sustainability group is still very young like we started uh, last summer in 2020 and uh, so initially there's a lot of uh, uh, it's a lot self-driven at the moment, but in the future, ideally, we would just like to be the people, uh, the ones that people get in touch with whenever they have an idea. And so just to be essentially a point of contact and help uh, local initiatives to really grow. Uh, yeah, so that's have very this good. Role. Yeah. Um, maybe our listeners, there are also some PhD students that, that might uh, want to join you or um, see some possibilities in there and contributing. That's very good. Um, and also the sustainability is the way I, I came to meet you. Um, that's, uh, well, that was virtually, of course, uh, because it was in 2020. You organized a webinar with Nicoline Borgermann that was very important and interesting. It uh, demonstrated with quite some facts and references how important it is to have an eye on sustainability in the lab, as you mentioned already. And I was astonished, astonished how much you can reduce the ecological footprint of a researcher in a lab. Nicolilian Pounds points out that this can be uh, three to ten times greater than the footprint of the researcher outside the lab. So it really pays off to have a closer look at the labs. And uh, I can only encourage everybody to do this. And uh, when you are in the lab, and many of our listeners are, um, to yeah, talk to your other colleagues and find out ways to, um, to improve there. Nicolina focuses in her, um, in her video on uh, bioscience labs. But um, as these are the labs she knows best, but the findings can also be applied to uh, many other labs. So. Um, in our case, I think air circulation is a very important issue. And um, we have a couple of fume hoods at Alcyon as well. So uh, running full power, they consume as much energy as 3.5 households, assuming an average working hour uh, per year. 
And this is really a lot. So there are ways to reduce this and everybody should be aware of this um, and take some, some action. Maybe you want to also add something. Yeah, I mean, um, the the webinar organized by Nicolina was really interesting, even for people who weren't involved in labs. Uh, I mean, I'm basically just sitting in the computer all day, but it was very fact-driven. And uh, I thought I saw a lot of potentials uh, even uh, in my field. Uh, for example, um, she was mentioning about all the autoclaves, which are used essentially to clean up uh, the the object, the devices in the lab or the freezers to maintain the, the samples. Uh, and these are, of course, well, from my perspective, were just very highly energy uh, intensive and consuming devices where there was a lot of potentials for demand response in my field. So a lot of the data-driven improvements. So I think that for me, it showed that there's so much collaboration that is still possible between departments um, because instead of going for uh, external um, projects to get your data, you have this data right in front of your doorstep. Um, so I think that, that that for me was at least a message, a takeaway message. Um, another one was, for example, the the, the fast plastic consumption was just still a, a challenge, but I won't give everything away. I think uh, we'd still li like people to, to actually listen, and we highly encourage you to listen to the webinar, which was uh, yes. very informative. That's that's really true, um, and I will also put the uh, the link to the webinar here in the podcasts notes, so you can find out more about it and hear, and listen to it yourself. And uh, also what, what I think was very important, she mentioned at some point that it is uh, very important to make common decisions and uh, not just being alone, uh, changing something on the way you work in the lab, but also to, to talk to the others and improve. And, and they might also have other ideas and in common you decide something. So also not to, um, yeah, to disturb others work by <laughs> setting the freezer to a different temperature or whatever. Um, this might not be so good. So really, I appreciate if everybody listens to this, it was very, very good. Um, so you, there is another page uh, that she refers to as well, uh, which people can have a look at. It, it has a lot more information also on labs in general. It's called mygreenlab.org. Um, yes, um, and I will also put this in the podcast. Maybe you're good interested now in joining some of the other events of the PhD network and uh, you find them on Facebook on the pant.pantdk. Um, but I will also add this link. So you get a series of links here <laughs> together with this podcast. And I hope you all got interested and we'll start discussing in the lab now and have, have a safe uh, and more energy uh, safe lab afterwards and uh, save also on waste and consumables. It would be great if you share your ideas with us on Facebook so also others can benefit from your good ideas. And uh, you either do this on the Facebook page or you send us an email on the green alcyon at alcyon.dk. I first of, all, first of all would like to thank you for, for letting, letting me speak on, the, on this uh, podcast. Uh, but I think in general, yeah, don't hesitate to come back to us. If you have ideas and uh, want to start something, uh, that's our role and we would be more than happy to, to support you. Um, and in general, let, uh, let cross-disciplinarity be something uh, which we talk about more in sustainability. So that's something we 
really stand for and hope to see you um, at our side soon. Yeah, I think that's a very good approach that's needed in all all parts today, cross-disciplinarity. Thanks a lot for being here today, and I say bye-bye for next time. Yep, thank you. Bye.